Rock a boat us, must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Brett, delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yeah! <laughs> Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go into the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. Well, I, yeah. got, I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. Take an amazing journey to a place that will blow your mind and move your heart so you will never be the same again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Apologia Radio. Coming at you guys from a very hot Phoenix, Arizona. ApologiaStudios.com is where you get us. A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A Studios.com. This is the gospel heard around the world, y'all. Uh, lots of really uh, important and, I think, helpful content gone up recently. Go to Apologia Studios on Facebook and go to Apologia Studios on YouTube. You'll get all kinds of amazing content we think will bless you a bunch. Also, dropped a bunch of new stuff at ApologiaStudios.com. Make sure you go over there, check that out. There are over 250 radio and podcast episodes up for the world to listen to. Wonderful guests, scholars, theologians, pastors. Amazing stuff there, guys. We think will really be a help to you in your walk with the Lord. Also have all kinds of TV shows, after shows, and Apologia Academies. You guys can get all access and get access to all those things. And you partner with Apologia Church in our ministry to herald the gospel of the kingdom and to provide the defense for the biblical gospel around the world. Encourage you also to go to endabortionnow.com, get signed up with your church, join the over 250 local churches across the United States of America right now that are going out preaching the gospel, saving lives at abortion mills. Thousands of children have been saved working to criminalize abortion really around the world, but in the United States. And I just want to say, big stuff happening. I'm going to introduce our team today. We've got Pastor Luke the Bear. What up? Joy the Girl. Hello. King Ginger, Marcus Pittman on ones and twos. Hello. Zach Conover's in the studio right now, but he doesn't have a mic just yet. And um, let's, let's uh, I think we can go ahead and tell everybody what the plan is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so right now, end abortion now. The mission of End Abortion Now is now international. It's global, baby. And so we have people... I knew you were going to say baby. That's right. How did I know that? Because you know me. Because we've at, known each other forever. At first, I was like, oh, he didn't say it. And then you just said one more word. And then you said baby. That's right. Because you know me. <laughs> um, that's what happens when you live together forever. <laughs> um, okay, so... We have End Abortion Now, the movement now, beginning in Ireland. Of course, we're sad about that. I'm very sad that End Abortion Now is now in Ireland. 
but also yeah. excited right. that God is, is going to be starting a gospel work there as well. So Southern Ireland right now, abortion is now on its way to full legalization, and um, it's a very sad thing. But we have brothers and sisters in the North and the South that are working now with a gospel-centered focus on ending abortion in Ireland and fighting against that. Hey, it's possible to overturn these things very quickly. It happened fairly recently, and there was a country that legalized gay marriage, and within, I think, six months to a year, they turned it around and they killed it. Huh. Um, so it is possible, and it only is possible, I believe, with a solid Christian message and commitment to the gospel itself. But, right. so we have Ireland. We ran into some believers in Germany that eventually want us to come out to help the church in Germany to fight against abortion with the gospel. But we also have believers in New Zealand and Australia that are committed now to a gospel-centered focus on ending abortion in both those countries. Um, I was in Australia and uh, in New Zealand about three years ago. I preached a message on abortion there, and from that time forward, they started preparing and getting things underway to start the ministry to end abortion. And here's the good news. Uh, we just got word from Brother Josh Williamson in Australia. He is the head of um, a lot of uh, Answers in Genesis stuff out there right now in Australia. He is an amazing man of God, a faithful believer, solid dude. And uh, he contacted us the other day, and right now plans are underway. Listen closely, all my Australian and New Zealand brothers and sisters. Plans are underway right now for us to be in Australia at the beginning of November to do a conference, an End Abortion Now conference, to help the Australian church to fight against abortion with the gospel. That's coming the beginning of November. We think November 10th is the day right now. It's a one-day conference to try to equip the church out there to save lives and to end abortion with the truth, with the truth of the gospel. We're also on the way back, going to be stopping in Christchurch, New Zealand. Plans are in way right now to work out something there to help the church there to begin abortion mill ministry outreach as well. So right now, End Abortion Now is international, and it's all because of you. Everybody who prays for us, everybody who gave towards End Abortion Now, this gospel-focused mission is now global. It's international. Praise the Lord. So thank God for that. Yes. All right. So now uh, let's get right into this. Uh, Pastor Luke, um, can you bring us into this? We have a very, 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 very special guest today. We are so very honored to have him on with us. Uh, we're going to have him kind of hang in the background for a second while we introduce. So many of you guys are aware of our very close relationship with Rusty Thomas. He is a dear brother to us. He's preached at Apologia Church more times than I can remember at this point. And for us, with us, he has um, spent time with us, our families, uh, Rusty Thomas and I, actually had a very uh, important uh, private meeting with Sheriff Joe, America's toughest sheriff, uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, sheriff of Maricopa County. He's no longer the sheriff, unfortunately, but we had a private meeting with him, just Rusty and I and my son, uh, asking him to criminalize abortion and to do his duty of in interposition as a magistrate, and he actually told us at the time that he would. He told us that if he got elected again, he didn't care what would happen because it was his last time and he was going to do it. Rusty's a faithful man of God. He is so courageous and so brave. You should have seen him working with just Sheriff Joe. Just it yeah. was it was really really something else to see a man so mm. consistent with his convictions. Didn't care who he was talking to, and he was respectful but bold with Sheriff Joe. We love Rusty Thomas. We love his family very very much. They're dear to us, and many of you guys may be aware that Jeremiah, um, his son has been uh, diagnosed with cancer. He is suffering with a very, very aggressive form of cancer. 
and uh, we're all in prayer for him right now. He's doing, he's doing okay right now, surprisingly okay. I mean, even being able to talk to him like we are. We have him as a guest today. We're going to pull him in in a second, but let's go ahead and uh, play the uh, news clip, Pastor Luke. Yes, and as I pull this up, in case you guys don't know, an abortion now would not be here if it wasn't for Rusty Thomas and his role in, in Marcus's move, uh, film, Babies Emerging Here. So. Maya Thomas is a 16-year-old boy uh, from Waco who's dying from an extremely aggressive bone cancer. Our Brooke Bednars met Jeremiah and his family today. She joins us now live from Colleen. Brooke, Jeremiah is not only fighting for his life, but also for unborn babies. That's exactly right. Jeremiah Thomas has chosen to fight to end abortion here in the state of Texas. And thanks to his wish with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, he's able to do so even from his deathbed. There's cancer, and all cancer is bad, it's devastating, anybody goes through it. And then there's this kind of cancer, and this is one of the most aggressive, fiercest cancers on the planet. Ten weeks ago, Jeremiah Thomas was diagnosed with osteoblastic osteosarcoma. That was the day that, you know, shifted everything. and really turned our worlds upside down. Since then, Jeremiah has gone through chemo and radiation, suffered a collapsed lung, and become paralyzed. But through it all, he stayed positive. I told my son that um, what he's enduring, it doesn't produce character, it proves character. Jeremiah learned he was being offered a wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation and chose to use his wish to ask Governor Abbott to abolish abortion in the state of Texas. To have that come out of our son's heart. A very selfless act. I could really see that this was, you know, not just my wish, but the wish of thousands and uh, thousands of Christians and abolitionists and um, pro-lifers from all around. Governor Abbott called Jeremiah to tell him to keep fighting and to talk about his wish. Your wish uh, is on the Republican Party platform position. And it's what mm. we're going to be pursu pursuing this uh, next, next session. Uh, and that mm -hmm. is the outlaw of abortion altogether in the state of Texas. Yes. Oh, and, okay. and, and so your, your wish is granted. Jeremiah says he's always wanted to see abortion outlawed across the country before he died. But if I could at least get in my home state, I, uh, I, would, I would love for that to be um, what I remembered by. Today, Jeremiah will leave the hospital for the final time. This is going home and either he's going home and God's going to heal him or he's going home to go home to be with him. Jeremiah's parents say that the time they have left with their son is a gift from God and one that they will treasure as long as they can. Live in Colleen, Brooke Bednarz, Central Texas News Now. All right, thank you very much, All right. Brooke. So that was powerful, and Jeremiah I'm so grateful that it happened. Hey, what is up with the Texas news station being so... Quiet? Oh, uh, no, I'm oh. open and... Open and... and oh, right. Uh, Boldish with the language and talking right. about unborn babies that's texas man. like that's yeah. what i'm saying right. way to go texas no mess for texas <laughs> wow that was awesome he called them unborn babies yeah um, i did yeah, pra yeah, yeah praise yeah. god for that well that was that was moving and powerful 
And uh, let's go ahead and bring on our very, very special guest that we are honored, so honored to have on today. Let's have on Jeremiah. Jeremiah, welcome to Apologia Radio, brother. Thanks, sir. Uh, what's up, guys? Hey, man. You sound you sound really, really great, man. I'm glad to hear your voice. I'm just so glad to have you on that you you took the time to do this with us, and uh, we are, we are all so very grateful here to have you on. Oh, thank you so much. So uh, tell us. Um, about what happened. You uh, explain a little more detail. You got a wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and I, I heard you describing it somewhere else. I'd like you to describe it for us. What actually happened? You were making plans for different things. Uh, tell everyone that story. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, uh, Make-A-Wish came to me um, and just said I had a wish. I didn't really know exactly what like I could ask for and um, what they could do. So I, um, I originally came up with I really want to meet Tim Tebow or uh, get to talk to him or something, just be in communication with him because he's one of uh, the, my big inspirations and heroes growing up. And uh, I just I loved um, everything that he was about and stood for. And um, and so uh, a few days goes by, and I'm just laying in bed, and my mom r- runs in, and uh, she's like, I think this is an important phone call. And uh, I'm like, hello? And I immediately recognized Tim Tebow's voice, and I, I just, like, broke down. I like, couldn't even, like function it was crazy and um and then i kept wishing for other things and it seems like everything that i wished for uh kept happening kept happening without make a wish it was like god was just bringing me these uh like blessings and encouragement um i got to talk to like so many of my heroes uh like kurt cameron and ray comfort and um and then uh, sean lee linebacker for the dallas um he sent me some uh he sent me some clothes that was very rare and the only the Cowboys had and his jersey with um he signed it and just saying that he was praying for me and uh, and he just wished that God blessed me and stuff and so it's yeah, without even making the actual wish, it's been like so many wishes granted. Yeah. And uh and so uh but we started getting serious about the wish and because um, I had a you know, wish for something because, you know, I just couldn't let time fly by. And so we were in MD Anderson, the hospital in Houston, and um, uh, I was in a room full of people, and they kept asking me about my uh, wish, and so I kind of just blurted out that I wanted to talk to Governor Abbott and discuss a bill of abolition. And um, so everyone, like, like, of course, was super happy. It was, it was a bunch of abolitionists, and uh, they've been, you know, trying to close down abortion mills for years in Texas, and so. This was like something that actually could be done. So, it uh, everyone was sparked up for ministry again, and so I talked to my dad and mom, and they were really excited. And um, my dad, he wanted to get you know him and I. Uh, Dan Fisher was coming down to do an interview with me, mm-hmm. so I was hoping that Dan Fisher could be there just to be a, an example of uh, what a proper governor would look like, and um, one that held the Constitution and the Bible above uh, being afraid of the the federal beast or something. Right. And so, um, but yeah, we, we kept going along and, um, I, again, make a wish didn't, uh, this wasn't through make a wish. It was through so many people hearing about my testimony that was close to him and then asking him, uh, to go and, uh, talk to me. And so like his wife and the Republican, uh, women's party and, um, I think his friends, uh, but he was just getting blown up, uh, to go talk to me, like at least on the phone. And so, um, he agreed to, and uh, we um, he called while I was napping, actually, 
And so my mom wakes me up, and she's talking on the phone with him. And so I'm, like, frantically, like, grabbing stuff to put on. I don't even know why. I'm, like, it's on the phone, so I don't, <laughs> not going to see me. But I was like, no. But, uh, yeah, so I was really nervous, but he, I started talking to him, and he, like, he was just a really down, uh, down-to-the-ground kind of guy. He was really real. And um, I just, I don't know what I expected, but he was, it was just, you know, another guy that, you know, he was put in a magistrate position, so, um, but he talked, and he, at first we were just making up small talk, and he was, he was just saying that he was very encouraged about, you know, my stand for, for Christ, and even through these bad times and stuff, and so, I had to kind of redirect the, the conversation, and then, um, I just kind of explained that, you know, there's 68% of all Texans want, want this to happen, right. like they want abortion abolished, He'd be representing the demand of the Texans. It is murder, and um, mm. and that's you know uh, against God's uh, God's law. So he should be upholding that law rather than man's law. And um, mm. and I just said that it's you know uh, it's an act of murder, so it should be uh, punished by law. And then he just like I I don't know I didn't know what he was gonna say. I kind of expected like the whole pro life thing. Yeah. And then he just says like your wish is granted, and that. You know, it's already on top of the agenda for the next uh, Republican meeting. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, the spill there. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Oh, man, what but, a blessing. And I just I want to tell you this, man. I know you've been giving, getting a lot of encouragement from people the last couple of weeks and people loving you yeah. and praying for you. But I just want to encourage you, when I, when I watched that video of you talking to the governor and just saw you being so firm and bold and and using uh godly language and calling it murder and all, all of that with a magistrate not being fearful mm-hmm. or holding back i was so inspired by that and and blessed by that and i just i just want to tell you that you, you not only did the lord raise up a good man but your father did uh, as mm-hmm. well and um you're you are a good uh, strong godly young man and and we're all so grateful for you there are so Thank many, you, yeah, Jeremiah, I just wanted to tell you this. There are so many people, even pro-life leaders, who would get an opportunity to talk with the governor and wouldn't use the language that you used and wouldn't be as firm and as bold as you were. Mm. And that's a gift from God, brother. That's God all over your life. That's God living his yeah. life through you and speaking through you to a magistrate. And that is a unique a rare circumstance, and it's a rare power from God, and it's not given to everybody. And so I just want to encourage you that God is present in your life all over you, brother. And so I'm just thankful to God for you and, and what you did. Thank you so much, sir. That's a real honor hearing that from you. I, um, I, you know, Dad, my dad tells, uh, tells me so many stories about you, and, um, you know, I watched all guys' videos and stuff, and I just, I really look up to you all, guys. And um, it's, I don't know, it's just, Mind-blowing hearing this come from y'all guys. Wow. So uh, thank it's you so truth. much for that. Of course. I totally agree, though, how that is. Um, that is definitely a, a gift that I didn't realize I had earlier, but uh, my through my parents, they really helped me uh, kind of train it up. And my dad always told me if I could preach to the wall, I could preach to anybody. And so <laughs> it just so happens that my local abortion clinic has a wall around it, so I just preach that thing all day. And that so, sounds okay. like that sounds like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's something your dad would say, and it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, hey man, mm-hmm. I, just, I just wanted to uh, just encourage you and just let you know that you know we're all we're all behind you and praying for you and our whole church and uh, and you know I, I, don't, I don't know if 
you've read John Piper's little book called Don't Waste Your Cancer and um, yeah, you're definitely definitely not doing that and and we're encouraged by that and and just you know it's it's clear and obvious that that God's God's using this trial in your life for his glory and, and you know it's our hope and prayer that he uses it to end abortion in Texas so I just wanted to encourage Bye, you with man. that man Hi Jeremiah yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank you for yeah. for um your bravery we talk about um sort of cowardice in the current Christian culture a lot yes. on Apologia Radio, and y- you're completely not that at all. Um, and you, I mean, just the bravery, uh, obviously, uh, praise God, um, and your your family's awesome. <laughs> it's a result of God and wonderful parents that uh, raised their kids up to fear the Lord. Um, but I, d- I do have a question for you. Um, yes, ma'am. Uh, just talk a little bit about like where your hope is coming from in this whole situation. Uh, my hope has always been found in Christ, and um, I kind of knew going into when I was first diagnosed, going into this to this uh, battle and fight. I I knew that just the type of cancer I had probably wouldn't respond to any of the treatments. It was just humanly speaking, it was really rare for the, this kind of osteoblastic. Um, to be treated with chemo or radiation and actually respond. And so, that, I mean, that's exactly what happened. It didn't respond. And uh, I went through some holistic treatment as well. And it actually worked, but the cancer uh, kind of really punched back hard. And that's what, uh, you know, collapsed my left lung. And so, um, but we put our yeah, hope in Christ at the very beginning, knowing full well that these treatments might not might not work and we might just have to um, be at home and, and um, just constantly be in prayer and, and in his presence, just if um, if that's what it takes to be healed, and um, and so, uh, but I've, my dad always told me that I was in a win-win situation, and that um, if God chose to take me to paradise or like to keep me here in the earth for for more ministry, I was advancing the kingdom either way. So I um, I always use that to encourage myself and keep myself positive, and um, that's kind of what drove me through the day was just the hope in Christ and. Uh, and what he he brought to the table every t- every day, and so um, also uh, just all the encouragement we're receiving on social media. Like um, we've heard from so many countries and um, and just it, their stories and the people that are getting saved just from reading my testimony online and um, people here locally in uh, in Texas are just getting saved um, just from hearing about my testimony and uh, that's really what uh, kept my hopes up and me going through the day so yeah that's that's amazing man yeah my uh family hey, praise hey, jeremiah go ahead. i was gonna say something yeah, real yeah quick. hey man i just want to say that um what you're doing is so brave and heroic that when abortion is ended in america i i honestly believe that there's going to be some some saint in the church and he's going to write a book on how it was ended and your name's going to be in there man yeah that story Thanks. is so incredible and like what you're doing is just tremendous man it's heroic and it's it's up there with uh you know so some of the best martyrs in the history of the world so oh, thanks, sir. Uh, yeah man thanks man yeah there's no doubt about that thanks marcus that's powerful yeah where my family is praying for you every night my son he's nine years old he asks about you every day and um so we you are a, a part of conversation regular conversation in my home and we are praying that uh, god would 
do the miraculous, and he, I believe, already has um, in, in many ways. But uh, we, we are lifting you up constantly and thinking about you constantly, our whole church is. And so um, if there's anything we can do for you as a church, as a ministry, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll support you. We'll be behind you in whatever way we possibly can. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Of course. Well, we love you, man, and uh, we do hope to talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Love you guys. All right, love Thank you, brother. Thank you so much love for you. having me on. Oh, of Thank course. You. It was our honor. Thank you so much. All right, bye. All right, bye. brothers and sisters, that was Jeremiah. Wow, powerful stuff, man. Share this episode. Marcus, you're right, man. Yeah. You're right. It's it's, it's truly heroic. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. There will be a book written one day, and his name will be in there. Hopefully it starts with Texas. Yes. Yeah. I think it will. I think I think it will. Um, I, 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 was, I was surprised that you didn't get the political um, sort of toying uh, and flip-flopping with, with Abbott, and he just he said that your wishes. You know, you know maybe, maybe those yeah. guys are just looking for a reason to not have an excuse to do it. Yeah. You know, and like that was like his way of saying, well... Now, now I can do it and yes. won't be blamed. Yes. Or it won't be as, you know, because people gather around. You always got to have that uh, image that people gather around. Yes, you know? symbol. That symbol, yeah. Exactly, yes. yeah. That's right. So, Jeremiah is a beautiful symbol. I meant every word I said to him. I'm telling you guys, uh, if you haven't got a chance to see it yet, go to Rusty Thomas's page, look through those videos, and find the video of him in full talking with the governor, and you'll see what I'm saying. Just, it's it's powerful to see this young man who loves the Lord um, on his uh, on his bed um, you know doesn't look good and uh, looks looks like he's in a lot of pain and he's fighting through all that pain to get out yeah. the message yeah. of, of the gospel and God's truth uh, to a civil magistrate and I meant it when I said it y'all I'm telling you you see pro-life leaders grown men and grown women who talk to governors and talk to legislators that will not be as bold as that young man is right which is a that's, credit. That's the truth. That is the truth. Which is a credit to God and God's power in his life. And it's a credit to very, very, very good parenting. And yeah. might I add, might I just add, it's a credit to Rusty Thomas, a man who is courageous, consistent, disciplined, not a coward, who has led his family mm. into the fight for justice mm. for these young children consistently since Jeremiah has been a baby. Jeremiah has grown up watching his father right. take a stand for these children, standing on the word of God the whole time, and that's what you get when you lead as a father in that way. Your children see you yep. as a man of God, as a man of principle, as a man of courage, a man of truth, and that's what, that's what happened, and this is what you get. Man, I'll tell you what, you can't find many older people, saints, who face death in the way that Jeremiah is. Yeah. Just with this, just peace and boldness and uh, and satisfaction. Uh, it's it's a powerful thing. And I'll tell you what, when you, I was just thinking while I was talking, I was like, you know what? You know what doesn't happen? You don't get to see unbelievers facing down death like this. Mm. With this kind of peace and power and boldness, um, you don't see that. That is, you know, when Paul says that uh, Gentiles are without God and without hope in the world, man, you see that when, when Christians face death. I've done funerals for um, unbelievers who have died. I've done funerals for believers, and there is, there is nothing like a Christian who faces down death, who knows the Lord, and knows exactly where they're going. Yeah. It is a powerful thing. All right, guys, mm -hmm. so that was the end of this segment. So 
Stay quick break, guys. Stay with us. We're going to talk about a recent situation with Chris Pratt. Talking about all kinds of things when he received an award. And uh, <laughs> we're going we're to work through that, guys. Stay with us. Apologiastudios.com. Pray for Jeremiah. Be right back. But in order for me to tell you the good news, I must share with you the bad. A beard can be a most magnificent thing, but it can also be the downfall of a man. An unmaintained beard prevents a face from shining. An unmaintained beard causes dry, itchy skin. An unmaintained beard is a source of beardruff. You know, like dandruff, but beardruff. An unmaintained beard is sharp and ruthless, like iron bristles, not good for the lady friend. An unmaintained beard forfeits future growth based on the lack of preparation today. And let's not forget that an unmaintained beard robs your face from smelling amazing. Let not thy beard be thy downfall protect your manlyhood an epic combination of manliness and manhood if you're hearing this today there is hope for your beard go to youcosbeard.com and enter the code apologia and you can save some money while you save your face what's up y'all this is jeff durbin with apologia radio at apologiaradio.com want to talk to you guys about an amazing connection that we have right now with whitfield theological seminary I want you to run over to Whitfield.edu, Whitfield.edu, W-H-I-T-E-F-I-E-L-D.edu. I want you to check out the programs they have. They have undergraduate programs at Whitfield College, and they also have Whitfield Theological Seminary for the graduate degree and above and beyond. I, I think you'll really be impressed with the rigorous nature of the classes the consistent biblical worldview taught and adhered to. I want you to contact Whitfield Theological Seminary at whitfield.edu. Get a hold of our friend, Dr. Kenneth Talbot, and start your classes today. ApologiaRadio.com. back everybody very powerful last segment with jeremiah thomas what an amazing man of god yeah very very important work that god is doing in his life in the state of texas we're praying for everybody in texas pray that god once and for all criminalizes ends abolishes abortion in texas and of course across the united states grateful to god for him so luke the bear joy the girl King Ginger on the ones and twos back to talk in this segment about some stuff that's happened in the news as of late. Uh, Chris Pratt is all over the news because Chris Pratt said some stuff in his acceptance speech (laughs) for what was the award again? It was the MTV Our Generation Award. All right, MTV Our Generation Award. Um, Very uh, interesting uh, statements that he made. And well, we'll we'll go ahead and play it. But I'm going to give you, I want to forewarn you that while we want to sort of talk about some of the interesting things he said, we also want to let you know ahead of time that uh, if you have kids in the room, they might really giggle at this next part a lot. (laughs) And uh, just, you know, there's talk of bodily functions and things like that. So just, I'm just giving you a forewarning thing. It's important to do that here on Apology Radio. So uh, Luke, bring us into the whole situation. So, 
if you're living under a rock, you don't know who Chris Pratt is. He's only one of the biggest movie stars right now, and he's Jurassic Park. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, you know, um, the new Marvel movie, Infinity War. You know, Parks so, and Rec. Parks and mm-hmm. Rec. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, he claims he claims to be a Christian. Um, and so, you know, I'm sorry, but Jurassic Parks and Rec would be a great show. Jurassic uh-huh. Parks and Rec. That would, that that would, would be, be really all awesome. dinosaurs. That would be amazing. That's actually That's a genius idea. That's a genius that would idea. Be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So he's, you know, the management team <laughs> over Jurassic Park, right? Oh yeah. Or Goofy it's just things. like a, it's like an office comedy of all the administrative people who work at Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. I love it. That is seriously genius. There's your next uh, spoof. Nick <laughs> Offerman's character would love it because there's no government regulation on oh, Jurassic yeah. Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Be <laughs> Can we suggest this uh, to, to NBC? Yeah. So, we don't have the funds to do it, <laughs> though we would like to. So, uh, yeah, uh, this isn't a discussion on whether or not we think Chris Pratt is a Christian. He claims Christ. You know, there's some stuff he's done in some movies that's questionable, like well, it was the, naked it was, sex scenes and, yeah, you know, yeah, language. Yeah, the scene with like Jennifer that. Lawrence. I yeah. didn't see it, but I heard about it. I heard that he brought his wife to the premiere. He professes Christ, brought his wife to the premiere. I believe that's the case. And there was like a sex scene with him and um, Lawrence, yeah. which I, I, I'm sorry. Couldn't do it. Yeah, there might be some discipleship issues. Yeah. He claims <laughs> to be a Christian, yeah. but I do know a lot of people who I think are... Christians, but yeah. they just haven't really been discipled. Like yeah. they hopefully that's happening and, now. Right? Yes. So yes. before I play the the clip, we're going to discuss. Here's a clip, real quickly, from him uh, a year ago um, from the um, Teen Choice Awards. This was he was accepting an award for the Choice Movie Actor. Go for it. I would not be here with the ease and grace I have in my heart without my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What? Yeah, yep. so that was a Shut year. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. I know. It's weird, right? That's it's like it's jolting. This, <laughs> right. And there's, that's pretty specific. And there's videos. <laughs> if you look on YouTube, there's plenty of videos of him just very talking yeah. very openly. Can we get him on the show? I want Marcus, to. Sure. Marcus. I'll just call him. Maybe, yeah. Marcus. <laughs> oh, I Marcus. just had his phone number I, sitting around. It, I'll say it on the program. Why didn't if, I think before? If you can get him on the show, we'll give you a bonus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so get to work. Some, <laughs> everybody on Twitter, help me out. Oh, please do. Yes. <laughs> the bonus is from Fried Okra. So, um, okay. So here's the here's this thing from MTV. Uh, this was just, what, a couple days ago? June 8th. So three days ago. Okay. So like Jeff said, he sandwiches truths. In between silly things, so just be ready. Can, and, and before you introduce this, I'll go ahead and say this. It's actually, um, whatever we think about this in terms of like not explanatory enough or bold enough and, and not gospel, not enough gospel. Okay, I get, I get it. I totally get it. I feel all that. It's, it's, it definitely, I want to say ahead of them. I'm encouraged by the fact that you have a movie star like this who yeah. is actually, you know, saying is Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And yeah. He's talking about God and prayer and those. I, I don't think it's far enough, but I think it's great. And I think it's great in the context of MTV. I worked for MTV for six months for the Final Foo. And let me just say that whole industry, everybody surrounding MTV, it is a nightmare to be a Christian and on anything MTV is working oh, on. Oh, I'm sure. Everybody around me, everybody working on staff and catering, gay as the day is long, 
and twice and, as sunny and twice as sunny i mean i'm talking like i mean which which you know it was a great opportunity i i did a lot of evangelism on set let me just say that so that was fantastic but it is a really hard place to be a christian on anything mtv does yeah truthfully i can imagine so anyways this isn't a statement on whether or not we think chris pratt's really a christian or anything but this is this is worth talking about so here here we go Generation Award to Chris Pratt. Funny enough, the, the two ladies that gave him the award are his co-hosts from Jurassic Park and Parks and Rec. Right. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. They're already teasing it. <laughs> They're already teasing Thank the you. show. Can you hear me? I don't want to lean down. I want to thank Bryce and Aubrey. I love you both so much. Uh, thank you, MTV, for this honor. Uh, real quick, thanks to my mom and my dad and my brother, Cully, my sister, Angie. I love you. I love our family. We didn't have a pot to piss in growing up, but we laughed our butts off every day, and we still do. Uh, and a special mention to my son, Jack, who will watch this one day. Kid, I love you. I love you more than anything in the world. And to the fans, I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. Um, this being the Generation Award, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut to the chase, and I'm gonna speak to you, the next generation, okay? I accept the responsibility as your elder, so listen up. That alone, I was like, oh, somebody's, <laughs> somebody's take, <laughs> takes the responsibility. Thank you. This is what I call and nine rules. Uh, the etymology history of pot to piss in, the phrase. Um, <laughs> and items circulating online under the title Interesting History Claims, they used to use urine to tan animal skins, so families used to all pee in a pot and then use, use it once a day a peanut pot, and then once a day, it was sold to the tannery. If you had to do this to survive, you were piss poor. So huh. without a pot to piss so in, not a lot of not a lot of uh, leather making. So it's like a in whole level. Chris Pratt's early childhood. right. It's a whole it's a whole lo level like lower, I guess. <laughs> like because you used to pee in the pot was because you were piss poor. You had to sell your huh. pee to the tannery. But if you didn't right. even have a pot to piss in, you were really poor. You right. Were. You are, yep. No pots. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, that, that's hmm. really interesting. I, yeah. thought, you. I thought you guys would enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Okay. It's from Chris Pratt, Generation Award winner. Number one, breathe. If you don't, you'll suffocate. Good advice. That's very good Number advice. two, you have a soul. Oh. Be careful with it. Truth. Number three. Yes, so there's the first truth. I like it. That's a great line. It is a good yeah. one. Yeah. It's yep. Yeah. Atheists don't, don't believe that. Be a turd. If you're strong, good advice. Not a be good a protector. Advice. And if you're smart, be a humble influencer. Strength and intelligence can be weapons and do not wield them against the weak. That makes Pause. you a bully. Pause. It'd be yeah. great advice to give to some of these uh, discernment blogger websites. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay, good. Now we're on the same page. Some of the, some of the people who are uh, complaining about this uh, post online. Yeah. Give this it to them. Video, you need to hear his third point. Yeah. Stop <laughs> being a turd. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, because there are certain blogs I know that probably may have already written discernment blogs about this. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be bigger than that. Number four. 
when giving a dog medicine, put the medicine in a little piece of hamburger, they won't even know they're eating medicine. Also good advice. Number five, doesn't matter what it is, earn it. A good deed, reach out to someone in pain, be of service, it feels good and it's good for your soul. It's not socialism. Did you see all the snowflakes in that video that were cheering? I know, it's like, <laughs> hey guys, stop and think about what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> not socialism at all. Right. Number six, God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Believe that. I do. Okay, so there's... Kind of Armenian, but yeah, not I mean, terrible. Yeah, I don't know that God wants the best for you. It may not be the best theology, but uh, he does but have word, common but... grace for everybody. So there's sure that. He does. What, Marcus? I was going to say, but isn't like awful things that happen to you for ultimately for your good as a Christian? That's right. As a Christian, yeah. As a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a little more context to be added to yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. Okay. Number seven. If you have to poop at a party, but you're embarrassed because you're going to stink up the bathroom, just do what I do. Lock the door. Sit down. Get all the pee out first. This is a really okay? detailed... Mm -hmm. really and detailed. then once all the pee's done, poop, flush. Boom. You minimize the amount of time that the poop is touching the air because if you poop first, it takes you longer to pee, and then you're peeing on top of it, stirring it up. The poop particles create a cloud, goes out, and then everyone in the party will know that you pooped. Just trust. Just trust me. It's science. Uh, my, my wife said Number that. Uh, my wife said that uh, that was a fact. It's it is so, a fact. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. So, okay. <laughs> That's what you're Learn to pray. It's easy, and it's so good for your soul. And finally. Number nine. It depends who you're praying to, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Pray to the right God. Yeah, there's that. And nobody is perfect. People are going to tell you you're perfect just the way you are. You're not. You are imperfect. You always will be, but there is a powerful force that designed you that way. What? Pa and pause. if you're willing to what? pause. So um, I do, there's part of this that I, that I actually like that he's saying to our generation, that you are not all well right where you're at, because that's what they're being fed constantly, like just right. accept your identity, do what you want, and you're perfect the way that you are. I actually like that he's confronting that, yeah. and it's very healthy. But um, when he says that you were designed that way, imperfect, we if, of course say biblically, you, uh, Ecclesiastes says that we were created upright, but then man sought out many devices. So we were created um, not with imperfections. We fell into sin, of course. So that's, you know, that's important. I, maybe he's just not articulating it. I, yeah. I just love the fact that he said you were created. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure the majority of people in this room probably would deny that. And they're Pretty much everything about him. Jurassic Park denies that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> True. 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 Uh, okay. To accept that, you will have grace. And oh. grace is a gift. True. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Do not forget it. I like it. Yeah. I, mean... I like it. It's a, it's a powerful way to state. I wish, of course, we all want him to be more explicit. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. Yeah, but... It... Uh, awards acceptance speeches aren't necessarily places for <laughs> in-depth evangelical right. exposition. Right, exactly. And I'll just say this. Uh, I watched the Tonys. Uh, me and my wife watched the Tony Awards, uh, which is Broadway Awards. 
uh, for musicals, and every single person that won an award came up and was praising the LGBT community Ugh. for making this possible. Every single person. It was awful. It the was LGBT over- community for yeah. making it possible for their award? Yeah, yeah. How's that work? Well, diversity and like Broadway's acceptance of diversity and like uh, all the, all, yeah. And I'd like to thank my husband, a man saying, I'd like to thank my husband. And uh, was it Nathan Lane got up there and was like crying over the love for his husband. And it was just, it was awful. It was awful. So, yeah. so to see that, first off, I think that took a lot of guts. It did. I, I just think it did. And this is a I, fresh of breath there. Yeah, it, sure it is. is a fresh of breath there. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, I know it wasn't theologically thorough and stuff, but um, he's obviously not reformed and doesn't go to a reformed church. Yeah. Uh, so maybe there's hope that God will pull him out of that. You know. Yeah. So. Well, we we like where we like where this is going. Let's just yeah. say that much. I'll yeah. keep I'll keep playing. I don't remember if it says anything else or not. It's almost done. Don't take it for granted. God bless you. Please get home safely. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. I like it. I like where that's going. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised when I saw that. Yeah, obviously we all want more, but like Marcus said, it's just it's an acceptance speech of an award at MTV. So that's actually good, good and courageous. Uh, happy to see that sort of momentum. Um, hopefully uh, he gets discipled by somebody who really knows the Lord, knows God's word. Stay back, Carl Lentz. That's right, please. Stay away. Oh. Right. Stay away from this guy, please. <laughs> I just was researching and his church, he goes to Zoe Church in Hollywood. Zoe? Yeah, his pastor's name is, uh, uh, where'd it go? Chad Veach. And he wrote a book called Faith Forward and Future. They got It's gotten some, some uh, publicity and, and there's actually videos of Chris Pratt promoting this book and stuff, but he looks like a Carl Lentz qu- clone, is what I was getting at. He probably, he probably is. Yeah, there, there's a, there's actually, there's a link on the Hillsong Church. Yeah. Um, talking I about mean, him. My so. hope is that there are Christians that are in that mess. Right. And I, I really hope that you know God sends him some people who are more reformed in their thinking and and that sure. can like. Friend him, but that's hard to do because you're not going to really run into a lot of those people in Hollywood. Mm. So, yeah. well, hit him up, Marcus. <laughs> your, had his number all this time. Yeah. Work hard right. on that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that is Apologia Radio for today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and sharing all of our content. Hey, I wanted to give an update to everybody. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we told you that Facebook had been suppressing some of our content. Um, It is difficult right now in the area of abortion to really actually promote or produce any content, whether it's on the YouTube platform or the Facebook platform. YouTube doesn't allow us to monetize videos that have anything to do with abortion. And so what that means is that they won't put it into suggested videos. Nobody will really see it unless they go directly to our page. So it makes it difficult to actually get videos in front of people. This is actually very difficult for us because the internet now is the place of the public square that's where all the communicating takes place nowadays and to have them suppress videos means that your voice isn't heard in the public square as easily and so right now we've been having about a year now difficulty a little over a year difficulty on youtube and on facebook um, with videos that have to do with abortion but facebook started suppressing hard stop fast stop suppressing our videos on abortion by naming them political content just because they had to do with abortion. 
And so what happened was, is we were trying to do three or four videos one week that really were very important and necessary for people to hear, but they were all rejected by Facebook when we tried to boost them, mm. which means that there's suppression going on. Not as many people are going to see it. It's harder to get it out in front of people. And that is why, by the way, we depend upon all of our partners and yes. ministry yes. Uh, to share the content, like the content, because believe me, when you click like and you share, it messes with the algorithm. It's seen by more people. So if you want to help us in ministry, it's sharing the content that will help us in ministry. But the good news is, I told you last week, we were going through a process where Facebook basically makes you run through the gamut. They ask you to basically jump through all these hoops to be able to, to produce stuff with political content that you can boost. So I went through what the process. What they define as political what content. They de yeah, exactly, Marcus. What they define <laughs> as political content. So abortion for them is political content. Doesn't matter what it has to do with at this point. If you say abortion in the video, it's going to be called political content. So I had to run through all these different things. I had to go through a system, this portal that basically took all my personal information, then another portal, and it was um, my social security information, then another portal, and I had to send my passport stuff. And then I went through some other portal, and then I had to have uh, Facebook send me a FedEx package with a special code in it. Now, I have a thing on my phone right now, just so you know, I have a, I have a third party app now on my phone where when I log into Facebook, I have to go to this third party app that sends a code that disintegrates in like 30 seconds. That's so crazy. So I have to punch that specific code it's into like Facebook. It's like Inspector Gadget. Yeah, it just it keeps disintegrating and so I have to do it quickly. Self-destruct. It self-destructs. And so I have to basically log in with this special code on the third party app just to get into my Facebook and, and wherever I go to log in. And uh, anyway, so they send me this other code through the FedEx um, system, and that has special code in it. I finally put that in the special portal, and then I had to fill out another thing that was a disclaimer for our ministry, and that disclaimer will appear now on all of our Facebook videos that have anything to do with Facebook considers political content. So as of right now, it's good. We're approved now to start boosting videos so it can be seen by more people for any quote unquote political content that has to do with abortion. I've already run into a problem this week. We boosted one video, they let it go. And then I tried to change the audience so it could be seen by more people. And then they rejected that and shut the video down. And so I had to redo the video and I have to basically add it as political with the disclaimer on it. So basically, there's good news and bad news. The good news is, is that now we're actually approved to do political content. The bad news is, is that Facebook is entirely in control right now of our message. And um, I don't know what that's going to look like in the future. This was unexpected. I don't know what it's going to look like a year from now. What other kind of restrictions they're going to put into play. All I can say right now, brothers and sisters, is this. Please share our content and please be in prayer about these platforms because they're not controlled by Christians and it means that they can stifle our message. And I don't want to be an alarmist, but I will say this. I said it last time. Can somebody please, please, please create an amazing social media platform that's completely free and in terms of you can share whatever you want. Um, I think it's important. Please don't make something called Godbook or Faithbook or anything like that. Just make a great social media or platform. Godface. Please don't do that. Just make an amazing social media platform. Like if you if you create a soda as a Christian, you don't have to call it like Jesus Pop or something like that. You can just create a great soda that everyone enjoys. Make a great social media networking website. Please, somebody do that. Uh, we'll be grateful for that. So, was there a man that like popped out of a mailbox? 
hand you a secret code? <laughs> I know. <laughs> they go so to this he was corner like, and they'll right, be like, meet me at this park, sit down yeah. on the bench. Well, I, I mean, I they probably have the reasons for doing what they did. All I can say is that they definitely made it as hard as possible. Um, and uh, interesting because that message that I got through FedEx also self-destructed where it wasn't going to be allowed to be inputted. <laughs> I had a certain, See, I just don't, I had a certain time period to put it in or they were going to make that self-destruct. I'm not I, lying. I'm telling you the truth. They I, said that code will not work after this time and this date. I just find it really hard to believe that Facebook prints things out with a printer. Right. And then mails it through <laughs> USPS. Uh, yeah. to, I'm like, what kind of, I don't know. How much are they doing this? What kind of game is this? How much are they printing things? But, I just but, imagine them as an all paperless company uh, no, for Marcus, some reason. I don't know. Hey, Marcus, did you have you heard about anybody else talking about this? No. Because I'm the first person... That I know of is talking about this. I haven't seen anybody mention this. Yeah, I haven't, so I haven't heard anybody talk about it that's at what's all. Getting me, that's what's kind of driving me bonkers a little bit. Like, why are we being messed with? <laughs> right. Why is nobody else talking about this? I'm serious. I, there's other pro-life ministries that I don't see their content coming up as paid advertising. Right. No, not like uh, a or, disclaimer or, or anything disclaimer. like that. I, I don't know. What is it? Why is it us? And, and even after we got approved, why are we shut down? Right. Dun, 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 dun. That takes you back. Oh, yeah. Self-destructing messages, y'all. Yeah. And with that, this episode is self-destructing in 30 seconds. So that's Luke DeBeer. Peace out. Joy the girl. See ya. Team Ginger. See ya. Catch you next week. Follow geostudios.com. This is the Chocolate Knox. If you love that wonderful sensation of chewing glass... This is the show for you. Cross Politic is a weekly show and podcast that mixes the taboo formula of faith, culture, and politics, proclaiming the Lordship of Christ in every corner of our culture. Hallelujah. Gabriel Wrench is a deacon from Texas, and he wears overalls. One time. <laughs> Chocolate Knox, a.k.a. David Shannon, he's a movie maker from Minnesota. Action! I'm Toby Sumter, pastor here in Moscow, Idaho, and... I used to live in Alaska. Did you know that? No. No. We've interviewed everyone from Alveda King to Ted Cruz to Steve Dace to Walter Williams, and we invite you to join us here at Cross Politic as we learn to fight, laugh, and feast all to the glory of God. CrossPolitik.com. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house, not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world, not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu forward slash explore.